Hey, it's your host, Sierra, and in this episode, I'm going to be giving some great tips on cooking and why not to boil and steam your vegetables. Stay tuned. It's Sierra Clark, your host of Breakthrough Pain Podcast. I'm here to share experience, knowledge, vulnerability, and hope so you can apply these resources for finding alternatives to live the best life that you aspire. Did you know that 55% of Americans regularly take prescription medication? That in the highest overdose rate involves opioids. I want to change the perspective on the medicine the way it should be. I was almost a victim of overdosing on all of my prescriptions when I was a teenager, and I'm here to give you the insight on my story and how I've been clean from medications for almost four years now, how I used to be a crippled and disabled at age 19 to hiking mountaintops and living out my purpose using alternative, functional, holistic, and naturopathic medicine, the way our bodies are meant to. and. My mission for you as a listener is to give you an open mind on healing yourself and I will have experts on here as well with an honest and vulnerable conversation and also life warriors on how they live an optimal life. So please join me in my journey in knowing how to take responsibility of your health and others health and looking for the alternative guide instead of a prescription medication first. Thank you so much. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world listening to this. Just wanted to say hello. Happy third episode that we are in right now. (laughs) Um, And how are you today? Um, I really hope that you're doing all right. And um, if you want to just take this moment and just kind (sighs) of reflect, step back for a second, and just take a breath before we get into this. Um, I really want you to have a great day and I want you to have a good mind. And if you're sitting down, awesome. Let's take some notes. And if you're not, then let's take some mental notes. Okay. Okay. So this episode, we're going to be talking about do not cook your nutrients out of your vegetables. Why is that so important? Well, that's so important, especially in my life, because I was eating basically vegetable mush. And what I mean by that is... Getting to the point where you're cooking your vegetables and then all of a sudden when they're done cooking, you get this colorless, tasteless kind of looking vegetable (laughs) that doesn't have this beautiful, bright, vibrant color to it. And now you have to add salt and, you know, pepper to it because, oh look, there is not enough flavor in it, okay? So, and I also need you to realize that when we cook out the nutrients in our food, it is extremely destructive um, because we're not getting all the benefits out of the nutrients that we should be in their vegetables. So you might be eating your vegetables, but guess what? You may not be getting actually all the nutrients and vitamins that you're needing in it. So we're going to dive into, first off, different cooking techniques that 
we need to focus on for cooking, uh, what to, what not to, and why. And then we're going to just go into some vitamins and some foods that contain these specific vitamins that are extremely crucial for eating and for cooking or eating raw. Okay, starting with boiling. Boiling is dangerous for cooking the vegetables because it hit 202, I'm sorry, 212 uh, degrees. So when we want to be cooking our vegetables, we want to be keeping it under 200 degrees because that's when your nutrients still stays in the food. So we really want to keep it to 180 or lower um, and very, very low heat, very quick heat. Okay, so when we start to boil, now you might see that when you boil, you've got the whole pan full of the color of the food that you're cooking. You might, you know, you can you can drink it, you can make it into a vegetable broth. Absolutely. So that's really the greatest tool for boiling if you're going to be using the water because the water is what has all the nutrients in it. So when you strain it and you take out the vegetables, guess what? You're not drinking the water, so now you're just eating vegetable mush, right? Okay, so why boiling not to unless you're making vegetable broth, but still, even after making the vegetable broth, are you going to be eating the vegetables? Yes, of course. So keeping it to where we are not boiling, okay? Steaming is even hotter than boiling. And so when we steam, you're also going to find out that the water is on the bottom and that's where all the nutrients have been taken out. And so when we talk about steaming and boiling, that is just so hot and for too long, okay? And so if you're doing frozen to fresh, you also do not want to put it in the microwave. I know there's like microwave ready bags. You don't have to microwave just because it says on the label, okay? Using the microwave is even hotter and honestly, the radioactivity going on in the microwave, the vibrations, all of the friction that it creates inside of your food, it will literally just kill all of the nutrients. So if you've ever reheated your food in the microwave and it comes out like rubbery and like dead and gross, guess what? That's what the microwave does to it because it literally just zaps it and it's disgusting. So please, please do not microwave your vegetables. You will get nothing out of them. Okay. Uh, boiling or steaming, like I said, that is better than microwaving, but still let's not do that. So what to do is you can saute. Okay. Real quick, throw them over, throw them over a, a hot flame real quick, Bo- you know, uh, shake them around a little bit, kind of get them each side heated up evenly. That's when you actually start to see a little bit more vibrancy come out of the vegetable. So then what you should do, if you do have, if you can buy a temperature gauge, okay, a thermometer, then stick it in there and see what temperature your vegetables are at, right? So you can feel it too. I mean, if you're like cooking broccoli, you'll still be able to feel the stem is not, you know, is not soft, um, is still cold. So until you get to that point where your vegetable is still vibrantly colored and also still kind of like the al dente kind of taste, slash feeling texture. So what I would do is I would just kind of watch them 
start to feel them, put a little thermometer in there. Like I said, we do not want to get the temperature over, if we can not get it over 180, beautiful. If it gets to 200, keep it at 200 and do not go over that, okay, for any kind of cooking because it's just, it's really, really not going to be good for your vegetables. Um, so, uh, so, so like I said, stir fry, okay, low heat for a long time you can do. Um, just make sure that even over low heat, over time, that heat extensity, extensity, extended time can just really ruin it. Okay. So low heat, longer time or high heat real quick for a quick stir fry saute. Okay. Roll them around, get the nice vibrant color, take them off, make sure that they're heated enough to eat through them and you're good to go. Okay. So, um, now I have Salad Master. So let me just go into that really quick. I'm not, I'll probably do a whole nother episode on Salad Master because I could go on and on and on. However, Salad Master, my cookware that I have where Chanel was talking about in the previous episode. So that is really such a useful tool because there's an actual vapor valve on the top that alerts you when you've hit approximately 187 degrees saying, hey, turn the heat down. Let's not overcook these vegetables. And so it really, really helps uh, when you have a cooking tool like that to be able to warn you when to be able to take off, you know, the heat off your vegetables. So if you do not have Salad Master, for one, oh, you're totally right. I recommend that to anyone and everybody. Okay. Like I said, I can go into a whole nother episode and why, but let me just say that if you don't have Salad Master, please reach out to me. It is the greatest investment I have ever chosen, especially for my health, all the things, okay? But, um, so if you don't have it, then, then like I said, slow, low heat up until you see the vibrant color, take it out, okay? Um, so, like I said, what I have is a vapor valve and it warns me, I turn it down to low for like another five minutes and then it clicks again and says, okay, we're done. So, really, really great tool, but... Um, again, if you don't have that, then if that's okay, we're going to kind of go through some things um, and why you should be cooking certain vegetables and what happens with raw, all the things. So first starting with there's water soluble and fat soluble vitamins. So water soluble vitamins is vitamin C and the vitamin Bs. Okay. So example of the water soluble foods are like broccoli, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, lemons, peppers, uh, mustard, spinach, um, kale. And so things, the, the foods like this are going to be losing even more of the nutrients when you put them into water. So that's why it's also extremely important not to add really much water at all to any of these vegetables when you're cooking them, because being water soluble, they will just dissolve in the water. Also, Water soluble meaning for our bodies means that those vitamins are absorbed through water and they're flushed back out. So these vitamins slash foods are extremely important to have in our uh, food lifestyle every day because water consumption, water flows in and out of our body all day long. So we just want to make sure that when we're eating these kind of vitamins that we eat these consistently because we're losing it when we lose our water waste, okay? So, um, but also too, another tip is to add citrus to boost the absorption. So 
vitamin C is the absorption carrier of iron um, and of course a, a bunch of other benefits for our immune system and our tissues and our cell regeneration and our spinal cord, all the things there. But to, to help boost the absorption, especially of the vitamin C and the iron, add a little bit of citrus to when you're cooking these and that will really, really help the uh, iron become more bioavailable, okay? And what I also want to add is that when you feel that, oh, there's lack of salt, lack of pepper, that means also your minerals are taken out of your vitamin or out of your food, okay? So there's like potassium, magnesium, sodium, calcium. Those can be taken out of your, of, of your overheating process, okay? So just remember that too. Now, let's go into B vitamin foods. We've got whole grains like brown rice or millet. Um, there's You can still get your whole grains um, through some gluten-freeze. I am gluten-free um, because I have had so many gut issues and it has immensely dropped my gut inflammation, my bloating, my constipation, uh, huge benefits that I've seen from gluten-free, so definitely always a great option. Some gluten-free options are quinoa, brown rice, wild rice, buckwheat, tapioca, millet, okay, so these are also whole grain gluten-free. Uh, legumes like beans and lentils, uh, seeds and nuts, um, dark leafy greens and vegetables like broccoli, spinach, and nutritional yeast are great B vitamin foods. Okay, these are also water soluble, so which is why you need to keep these also in your everyday to make sure that you're keeping your vitamin B intake up along with your vitamin C. So, the fat soluble. Fat solubles are vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, and vitamin K. Okay, so with these with these kind of vitamins or foods that contain these are are really really important because when we start to cook these things, we also kind of want to add even just a little bit of fat. That is okay to do, not every single time, but 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 most of the time you can add just a dash of extra virgin olive oil or even a dash of like a very healthy vegan vinaigrette. Um, just to add a little bit of that fat because what this fat soluble does is it actually stores in our lymphs and our fat, our, our body fat, okay? So this we don't lose as often, um, but it is best absorbed into fat. And so if you cook it with the slightest amount um, of fat, even like a dime size, <laughs> a quarter size, I don't cook with much oil really at all. I usually do vegetable broth and um, things like that. But when you are cooking some fat-soluble um, vitamins and nutrients, that's always good to keep in mind. Now, fat-soluble uh, vitamins slash foods, vitamin A, vitamin K, vitamin D, vitamin E. So vitamin A, sweet potatoes, kale, carrots, squashes, um, things like this. And there are some overlapping foods that are water-soluble and fat-soluble. So please keep that in mind. Okay, vitamin K, green, dark, dark green vegetables, leafy vegetables, uh, Brussels sprouts, and cabbage. Okay, great vitamin K sources. Vitamin D, mushrooms. Mushrooms are, I could seriously do a whole episode on mushrooms and the benefits, which I will. <laughs> I'm going to because I think that fungus is actually going to be like one of the greatest medicines 
um, ever if we can tap into all the properties and benefits of mushrooms. But for now, uh, vitamin D is a great, uh, or, or mushrooms has a great source of vitamin D. Uh, plant-based milks, so rice milk, almond milk, soy milk, uh, oat milk, milks like that, uh, they do have vitamin D. Um, and of course, sun. I mean, let's just, let's be real here. Sun is so great for the body. Yes, I know. You're probably thinking, I, you know, I, I don't want to have too much sun. It could get, cause me skin cancer and all the things. However, we still need that sun. We still need that light, not only for our mitochondria, for our circadian rhythm, we for energy and to, and to keep our bodies regulated throughout the day, right? Day in and day out. But vitamin D that the sun provides us is huge, okay? So a lot of people also have suffered from the winter, right? When you go into this depression, this sadness, this season depression, a lack of vitamin D can really enhance those symptoms as well. I do recommend listening to the Darren O'Lean show, um, episode number 26 and episode number 27. There is a great amount of facts in there, um, not only about vitamin D, the sun, and also um, the counterproductivity of sunscreen um, and what it does to the body and your vitamin D as well. So check that out. It's a great episode. Okay, so understand that any moment you can just get 10, 15 minutes of just straight vitamin D from the sun. It is so, so good for your body, okay? Uh, vitamin E. So we've got sunflower seeds and sunflower oil, uh, spinach, broccoli, kiwi, mangoes, uh, almonds, pumpkin, and avocado. I mean, I could seriously go on, but these are one of the top foods for searching for these certain vitamins, okay? These fat-soluble foods um, that are stored in our fats, okay? So that's that's for the difference in the vitamins from the A, B, A, I'm sorry, vitamin C, B, A, D, E, and K. Let's go into raw versus cooked. So some vegetables, some foods that when you cook, raw, or I'm sorry, when you cook them, uh, the there's a difference in the compounds and what happens to the different vitamins when you cook it. Sometimes you lose antioxidants, sometimes you gain some at the same time, okay? So here's a couple examples of foods that you can eat raw, you can eat cooked, what's the best for you here, okay? So starting with broccoli, Okay, so broccoli has raw nutrients and cooked nutrients. Really, this is one of the greatest kind of vegetables to talk about because it is part of the cruciferous vegetable family. Um, that's where you get that vibrant green look to it, okay? Um, so eating it raw or lightly cooked like we talked about um, is great. Now, when you eat it raw, there's a compound called goitrogen, Okay, so in this, um, this can cause gas and bloating and possible inhibition uh, with the uptake of iodine, which is connected to hypothyroid, which is an underactive thyroid. So if you eat too much of it, a lot of people have stayed away from eating a whole bunch of raw broccoli if they're trying to deal with hypothyroidism. So in that, 
then you would want to cook this, okay? Because either way, you're getting all of the amazing nutrients and compounds in broccoli. But like I said, if you eat it raw, just understand and remember that you might get a little gas, might get a little bloating because that compound hasn't been cooked out basically. So you don't want to cook all the nutrients out, but that compound is nice to cook out because then our digestive system can actually digest it better. Okay. So next one also too, cauliflower is good for both as well. Cauliflower has that same compound um, as broccoli does. So either way, when you're cooking broccoli and cauliflower, great cooked raw, just remember gas bloating when it's raw. Okay. Now when we go through kale and spinach, okay, so there is Great benefits of eating kale raw, spinach raw. However, there is a compound called oxalate. Okay, so in this oxalate, this can actually be harmful to the body. So if we have too much of the raw kale, raw spinach in high, high amounts and, and, and concentrations, then that's when we start to get the a possibility of kidney stones and or muscle aches. Things like that actually can happen because of this oxalate. So when we also eat spinach, you kind of get that chalky feel taste on your teeth. So that's that oxalate, okay? Or the uh, oxalic acid, okay? So in this, you'll extremely see it in kale, spinach, charred greens, leek, uh, dark leafy greens. So to avoid consuming all of this raw, um, then just cook it slightly. So literally when you cook kale and spinach, you're just going to barely just kind of saute it for just a second and just kind of let that heat. You'll start to actually see a difference in the color. This is what I mean when you start to cook those, uh, different foods, you start to see an even deeper and brighter color to it. And so when you start to see that, um, you don't want it to get mushy and droughty. I mean, literally it'll just kind of, you know, like it just looks like a totally limp noodle. <laughs> if you, if you overcook it, right? So you don't want to overcook it, but you just want to get it hot enough to be able to decrease the oxalate and then just get that vibrant color, increase a little bit of a heat, just a little bit. And then now we can have still the nutrients and all the vitamins that we need in the kale and in the spinach or whatever collard greens that you are cooking, okay? So again, kale, spinach, right? When you throw it in there, barely throw it in there, kind of shake it around a little bit. Um, You can add a little bit of water, add a little bit of broth, whatever you need, um, but you really don't need it. Um, Just like I said, throw it over. Even if you throw it into a meal, do it at the last second to where it's maybe like 30 seconds to like a minute max. Oh my gosh, you'll see a huge difference in the taste and the color when you cook uh, spinach and kale just like that. But again, if you want to eat it raw, you know, throughout the weeks, just don't overdo it. You can put it in your uh, you can put it in your smoothies. Um, you know, you can have a big salad. It's always great to have a big salad full of just multiple kinds of veggies and the, the kinds of greens in there um, to be able to, to still get those raw nutrients, okay? So 
Next thing, carrots. Carrots are a little bit better when they're cooked. Um, those carotenoids that we have that cause that vibrant orange color, um, those do come alive even more when we cook them and they're much more easier to, di to digest. So don't overcook them because then you'll start to see like this weird stale orange when they get vibrant. Ah, that's when the key is, right? You're going to really hear me sound like a broken record saying when they're vibrant, that's when they're great and that's when they're ready. So just understand that it's really, really important to be able to look out for. Onions, um, an example to have great raw. Yes, onions can be cooked uh, for only just a little bit though, um, because once they become translucent, literally all of your vitamins are just gone. And so a lot of the times, a lot of our recipes call for onions, which is great, but then they say cook until translucent and there's now no reason but flavor for onions. Now, if you just want flavor, awesome. But it, but we also need the benefits of these vitamins in the onions. And so they're great B vitamins in onions, great immune support, and uh, also metabolism. Okay, so raw onions, really, really good. I love like chopped red onions in my salads and um, just kind of topping off on my, just to top them. I used to actually I used to actually hate onions. Um, I used to never, ever eat them. But now that I've turned to plant-based eating and, and mushrooms, um, all I did was just change my mindset. And knowing that all of these foods give me the correct nutrients, now I eat them all the time. And now I just love them. So, uh, so I know that some of the times a lot of you might go, ooh, for onions and ooh, for mushrooms. I did the same. But when you start to realize the nutrient count that you're getting from these foods is extremely important for your body, you're probably going to start eating them because holy cow, okay? Um, <laughs> so mushrooms, um, if cooked very, very quickly, not for a long time, um, they actually become more bioavailable. Now, if you've ever noticed that when you cook mushrooms, you're actually going to start to smell them more and you start to taste them a little bit more. So that will also give you the sign of the nutrients now becoming more bioavailable in the mushroom in your body. Okay, so really, really great to just kind of saute real quick. A lot of this, as you can tell, is just real quick heat. Okay, this is the point of this whole episode <laughs> is to understand how to cook all of your vegetables so you keep all the great nutrients for your body, okay? All right, so um, now switching to baking. So when we bake our vegetables, um, we can definitely regulate the temperature a little bit better when we're, you know, putting a temperature to 100, 120, 150, 180 degrees, right? But of course, when you roast them and when you barbecue them, guess what? <laughs> You're roasting out most of those of much of those nutrients right so if you're going to broil or you're going to roast um you know you're gonna like I said you're gonna put on the barbecue then just make sure that if you're gonna be doing that kind of cooking keep a temperature uh, or a thermometer right next to you so you can check the temperature make sure that you're not overcooking it overheating it okay so when you bake that could be a good way to regulate the temperature However, you you use, oh my gosh, you lose a lot of your moisture as well. So like say, you know, I've had a lot of people say, oh yeah, bake your sweet potatoes. Yeah, well, you bake your sweet potatoes. For one, the color is basically gone. So again, color gone means minerals, 
vitamins gone. So, and, and the taste as well does not, oh my gosh, if you, if, oh man, if you can cook and, and even bake your vegetables over, over the, over the stovetop, if you want to bake, just put your lid over just a little bit right? Put your lid over the top of the pan. So you kind of get that baking effect, but then, but then take it off because it can get way too hot, right? So then just make sure that you can regulate your temperature well, uh, when you're cooking those, like I said, sweet potatoes are one of my biggest examples for baking wise, because I mean, you just have to watch it and you just can't leave it in there for 30 minutes and then take it out because again, the flavor, they're going to be kind of like, um, uh, limp. I mean, like when you take them out, (laughs) they do not look yummy to eat. So just understand baking. Sure, you can regulate the temperature, but you won't get that vibrant color if you're leaving in there for too long. So make sure when you set your temperature, set it for, you know, 120 degrees, 150 degrees, and then check it periodically and go, okay, you know what? This looks looks good. Start touching them, grab it, eat it, sample it and go, you know what? This is like totally done. Um, you know, so definitely think about that. And now for my last tip too, especially when we're talking about sweet potatoes, things with skin on them. Okay. When you talk about rind or skin, okay, specifically skin in this point when you're talking about vegetables, um, most of the nutrients are actually in the skin. Okay, one more time. Most of the nutrients are actually in the skin. So when you eat these vegetables, please don't peel them. You can wash them, scrub them, absolutely. But do not peel the skin off of carrots, off of sweet potatoes, off of potatoes. You absolutely will benefit so much from how much nutrients are actually in the skin. So I also just want to give you that tip there um, to scrub them really good, but please don't peel. (laughs) Okay. Another great raw slash cooked uh, vegetable, um, garlic. Okay. So garlic, first off, here's a tip is to, when you cut garlic, leave it out for a minimum of 10 minutes. The reason is because there's a compound called allicin in garlic. So right after chopping it, and if you throw it in right away to cooking it, the garlic doesn't have the time to convert this compound into anti-cancer properties, into antibacterial, into antifungal, into anti-inflammatory. Okay, so when you cut your garlic, leave it out for about 10 minutes before you actually cook with it, okay? So when you meal prep and you're about to cook, just make sure you remember that. So it's really, really great to understand um, just the little itty bitty tricks you can do to make sure you absorb all of the great benefits from these foods, okay? So not only leaving it out for 10 minutes and then when you do cook it, cook it for a short amount of time. And I know a lot of the times we will go into... Uh, cooking it for a long time along with our onions, but same with the onions. We don't want to overcook it, okay? So, and sometimes, yes, I I totally get it. It's just for flavor. Garlic, I'm obsessed with garlic. (laughs) Let me just, let me just lay that out there. I'm literally, like I literally had garlic to everything for the taste, so I totally get it. Now, however, I do also know the benefits of garlic, okay? So when we want that allicin compound to start working in our system, I promise you, you're gonna want to just 
even just become more aware of when you start using garlic to kind of leave it out and let those compounds convert and do what they need to do for our bodies, okay? So that is, that's really the big sum is what I have for certain foods that we cook with uh, and how and why. Now, there's also some vitamins here that I want to cover because you might be wondering, well, I thought this was about your pain or I thought this was about, but listen, okay, this whole podcast is just how to help your health, how to be able to have you learn and understand that all of these, all of these components in my podcast come into play with just rejuvenating your life and, and, and literally rev- and reviving your life, restoring your health, making you feel good because I know what it feels like again, which I know you've heard this, to feel like shit all the time. I get it. Okay, that's why I'm so passionate also about food because my food fact Fridays on my socials is because food has changed my entire life. Okay, along with all these naturopathy, medicine, techniques and systems and treatments, all the things that I'm sharing is seriously to help you is to be able to help your body feel great. Okay. And of course, look great at the end of it. Now, here are some different vitamins that can help assist your pain. Okay. Vitamin D. So vitamin D, very, very important when we talk about bone health and the absorption of calcium. Okay. So I know a lot of the times we talk about calcium. So you can you can definitely get calcium um, from many different sources, especially if you have like tofu, um, soy, dark leafy greens that contain calcium. Okay, so when we talk about vitamin D, we do want to know that it's known for anti-inflammatory um, properties as well to keeping that discomfort, that dispa- that pain um, just kind of settled, settled down, okay? Vitamin C, like I was just talking about, great anti-inflammatory properties. Um, also, vitamin C is wonderful for tissue repair, okay, and cell regeneration. So, when we're talking about keeping our immune system strong, keeping that inflammation down in our body, keeping those spinal cord tissues nice and strong, literally a high intake of vitamin C is so great. Um, of course, I'm not saying high intake, overdoing it, but I'm saying that to keeping vitamin C, especially in your system every single day, um, especially from foods, if you have a supplement, I do take a vitamin C supplement to enhance my vitamin C intake because of my spine, right? Because I have been needing to heal and keep my spine strong, keep my spinal cords because I got degeneration going on, right? So I always want to make sure that my spinal cord is always in healing itself and the cell regeneration in my spinal cord. So really, really great, okay, for um, an injury or any healing processes. Um, and it just really protects the cells um, from free radicals going on in the body as well, okay? So vitamin B3 um, is also believed to help a healthy, strong nervous system. So when we talk about the nervous system, that is in a lot bigger picture than we realize, So boosting our strong nervous system is also going to help boost 
pain relieving effects. Okay, so we definitely want to keep that in mind when we're talking about specific vitamins. So vitamin B3 is really, really great to helping that nervous system and to boosting the pain relieving effects. Okay. Uh, Last one is vitamin E. So which is another great vitamin to help repair uh, damaged tissue and also to just fight against injury and to help you heal. Um, It can also improve circulation and uh, and, and decreasing discomfort when you are in pain. Okay, so really, really, really important. Okay, I'm just, I'm just going to lay it out. I mean that we need vitamins not only for every single organ system, tissue in, in, in our whole body. Okay, we all know vitamins are extremely important. That's why a lot of us take multivitamins. I don't because I strive to get all of my vitamins in with my food. And yeah, there are some days where I may not have the time or the the availability to be able to keep in all of my foods. And and I understand that. And that's why that's when sometimes you can supplement. So, you know, like vitamin B12 is ex- okay, vitamin B12. I'm sure all of us know that we hear that all the time why B12 is so important. Okay, and that's why I wanted to also give you a couple examples in in having B12 in your system and really understanding where B12 can come from. Um, and, and especially, you know, when we talked about that nutritional yeast, okay, um, but there's only so much yeast you can have in your system. So I use Arbonne's Mind Health and that has the vitamin B12 in it and it's the cytocobalamin so that one is a little bit easier to absorb in the body. And so just if you want to have a supplementation of B12 that is extremely important for keeping our energy up throughout the day, um, keeping our blood cells healthy and also helps to making our DNA Um and also just to keep our body from being tired and weak um, and it's really just keeping our body's nerves system so healthy as well. So B12, absolutely, if you need to supplement it, just make sure that it is clean. You do your research because there's a lot of additives in those in cheap B12 vitamins and you just want to make sure that you get the most bioavailable B12 for your body, okay? So I think in other episodes, I'm going to be unpacking all kinds of different vitamins and why we need it, what it's for, does to our body. So before you think that you're not getting enough information on these vitamins, a episode will be coming up on the difference in certain vitamins, what it does for our bodies, macro, micro, all the phytonutrients that we need for our bodies and why, okay? So please expect that coming up soon because gosh, I could literally nerd out on this all day and I just want you to be able to use your food as medicine as it has done for me and many people that I know as well. I challenge you to add more vegetables into your dinner into your lunch um, just throughout the day, okay? Let's start maybe cooking more over the stove. Let's not microwave these these vegetables anymore, okay? Let's not boil. Let's try, and like I said, I, I, I'm challenging you because I want you to be able to utilize this information and apply it right now. Tonight's dinner, 
okay, we're not boiling tonight. We're going to saute. We're going to stir fry. Let's just for a couple of minutes and start adding variety into your food lifestyle, okay? I don't say diet because I, I hate that word diet. Okay, let's just not say that. Let's just say food, lifestyle, variety, 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 okay? So on a couple weeks, let's use these kind of foods. Let's use the kale, the Brussels sprouts, the asparagus. Let's all the green, you know, the deep, dark green vegetables. And then we can switch and let's do some carrots and let's do some beets and some golden beets. Let's do some sweet potatoes. Like just really take what I've said today and apply it to your dinner, apply it to your cooking and have, please have so much fun with this and just understand that I just want you to feel so good after you cook and I want you to have all the good vitamins that you need in your body because why eat vegetables if you can't get the vitamins? I mean, let's be real, right? Why would we eat these without actually getting the benefits that we need out of it? So, okay, I think I got my point across. So, here we are. Let's cook tonight. Let's cook together. I'll, I'm going to make some broccoli and maybe, you know, I don't know, some soup or maybe maybe have like a some sort of amazing squash vegetable boat. I, I made a really, really good... Um, <laughs> Side note, I made a really, really great spaghetti swash boat. Holy cow. It was amazing. So I'm going to start putting out some recipes. Um, but for now, let's just see how you do with cooking low heat, you know, and uh, or high heat real quick. Okay. Um, and I would love to know if you did apply this, please reach out to me. Um, I really want to know if what I'm saying and, and is is actually going to be good for you to apply to your life. And I want to know if you are applying it, if it is helping you. So please reach out to me. Um, you can find me on Facebook. You can direct message me on, on socials. Um, I'm on Instagram, Sierra Clark underscore 37. I might be changing that name here soon. <laughs> uh, and then Facebook, just Sierra Clark, my name. You can find me. Um, like I said, you can direct message me uh, and I would love to hear from you. Or if you want to email me, shoot an email to me. Um, you can do it at Clark. Sierra, so C-L-A-R-K, C-I-E-R-R-A, dot with a period, right? And then C, the number two, at yahoo.com, okay? Clark Sierra dot C2 at yahoo.com, all right? So again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for taking in all of this information and hopefully you're applying it this week to the rest of your life so you can live and just really kick ass throughout your day and, and and get yourself out of pain, get yourself out of, you know, inflammation and discomfort in the gut and just discomfort in the body. All right. So I just want to help you rejuvenate your body, revive your life and feel the best that you can feel not only for you, but the people around you and this planet. So, uh, I think that's about it for today. So, Thank you again for listening in. I hope you have a beautiful day and I'm, um, yeah, I'm going to start doing some really cool things here. Uh, I have a lot of ideas um, and I'm just really excited to share them with you. It's been a little while that I've posted a new episode, so just know I'm not gone. I'm not going away <laughs> and I have some really great interviews coming up, but I just want you to know, hang tight. I am trying to get my schedule in when, how and, and when I can 
get into my my groove of of my consistent posting for this podcast. So hang in tight with me. Life's crazy. Life's good. <sighs> life is life, right? So let's live this together. Let's hold hands, uh, and, and and really just really just get our lives on an even better path for for ourselves and everyone around us. So thank you so much, so much love, and I will chat with you soon.